Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to another Nightcap. Nightcaps are typically recorded live, 11 p.m. Eastern, on Instagram Live, sometimes Periscope. You can catch me on Instagram at Cigargoyle Lounge and tune in. But this is a way to sit back with a drink, talk about a wide variety of topics, and just sit back and chill. Sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes we skip from topic to topic. But we'll have a brief advertisement here, and then get on with the show. Thanks again. For this particular nightcap episode, I had a sort of surprise guest. Winters Loves Horror of Buzzard View Manor stopped by. We talk about the movie Antrim and our thoughts on it, as well as other thoughts on the sort of genre that that movie is in. Now, I apologize. The remote audio is very quiet, so you'll really have to turn it up or possibly listen to this episode with headphones to be able to hear Lady Winner's voice properly. I tried to resample this from Instagram TV, and it was having issues. So I apologize for that, but hopefully you still enjoy this episode. So we have a brief advertisement, and then we will continue on with the show. Thank you. Tonight's nightcap is titled Peaceful Journey, and the reason why I've decided to go with this as both a title and a topic is because, and I don't know why, but I have several friends right now um, that are having struggles. I guess I could include myself in there in that the last couple weeks have been difficult. Um, you may have seen or heard that I had on uh, on Twitter, I had a friend pass away. Uh, that's never easy. That's bad on the emotions. Not only because of the sadness of having a friend pass away, but also the sadness and sorrow of the friends and family of that particular person. Um, and seeing their sadness and, and sorrow as well, I am often a person who deals better with um, handling my own misery than other people's misery, especially my close friends and family. Um, so, we will have a drink tonight. Cheers. This is Old Grandad. We're going to have a sip of a drink here. And what I thought I would do is maybe just tell a story to help calm and relax. So I'm going to keep my voice deep. I'm going to try and not get it too excited or too raised. So look, if you're having a struggle, if you're having uh, troubles lately, if you're having a bad day, bad week, bad month, bad time, I want you to know, number one, that you aren't alone. And I say that sincerely. Uh, there's a lot of people struggling. And if you need somebody to talk to, or somebody to listen to, I'm always here. You can reach out to me anytime on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Um, 
don't feel like if you're having a struggle and you really just kind of need to, I don't know, have a breakdown and let it loose, have a cry, have a yell, have a scream, whatever you need to do, um, that's normal and it's okay. So I'm going to tell you a story about the first time that I went and ran the Warrior Dash race. I had a friend that suggested that to me, and I had no idea what that was initially about. And so this was the first year that they did it. And she suggested it to me because, hey, you get a fuzzy Viking hat and all that sort of shit. And I like working out, and I used to run a fair amount, but after a while, my I didn't I wasn't running as much, my cardio wasn't as great. And there are a lot of hardcore races out there, but I wanted to do something fun. So this came along, and I admit that I often have a little bit of a struggle going off and trying things like that, new things that are by myself. Like I do much better with a wingman and a part, uh, partner. I'm very much in that regard. I'm very wolf-like in that. I like having a pack, no matter how small. But decided, I'm going to do this one on my own. So... That particular year, the first year that I did this, uh, took my car. So Grand Rapids, Michigan is on the east coast of Michigan. It's beautiful out over there. I believe the race was actually in Walker, Michigan. But the race was on a Saturday morning. So I took a, a day off on a Friday. And I left early in the morning to go drive out there. I rented a hotel. And uh, went out there by myself. And if I recall at the time, uh, because I was a little bit nervous, whatever, about it, I just decided, hey, I'm just going to take a book. I'm going to go out there, scope it out. I went and drove by where the race was going to be on the next morning. Which, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that as a piece of advice. If you're somebody who, like, has nervousness at getting lost or not knowing where you're at or being late or whatever. It might seem like it's going out of your way and a little bit of a hassle. But go by and spec it out. Check it out the day before. Go and you don't have to be worried about being late and you can take your time and get your bearings. I like doing that, especially if it's something like that where on a race day you're already going to be nervous and maybe you want to make sure you get a good parking spot, and or you aren't sure how far of a drive it is, and you want to get your sleep, you don't want to get up too early, nor do you want to be late. So I went and inspected out, beautiful area out in a park over there. And so I went and then stayed overnight in this hotel, and, um, you know, I remember thinking a little bit at the time that I was a little bit I guess I'll say sad and disappointed that I was by myself, but as that evening kind of went on, I realized that I was really enjoying sort of a lone, solo, peaceful adventure. It was nice to take that day off. It was nice to kind of take a drive and drive somewhere that I wasn't normally going to drive to. And in that regard, it was kind of even nice checking into the hotel. You know, if I'm not in a rush and I can take my time, especially if you're driving by car and you can bring your own stuff, staying in a hotel can be kind of enjoyable. 
I think at the time I probably didn't bring, I don't think I brought like an Xbox or anything, but I think I did bring a laptop that I could connect to the TV. And so I had gotten one out to get dinner. And I think, even though it's funny because I, it's not normally a place I would go eat, not that I necessarily have anything against the place, but I believe I went to a uh, Cracker Barrel for dinner. And so after I had the Cracker Barrel, I went to a liquor store, got, I think, a six-pack of some light beer or something like that. I went back to my room, had the window open because it was summertime, and uh, I just had a couple beers and, and relaxed and watched a movie in there. Um, and you know, just that, again, little adventure of just leaving my normal space of my house and getting out and seeing some different faces, having a little bit of that adventure, um, I don't know why, I know for a lot of people that sleeping or staying in a hotel room means that they don't sleep very well. For some reason, I sleep really well in hotels. I don't know why. Uh, I sleep just very, very well in hotels for some reason. So, slept very well, but I got up the next morning and went. And I was a little bit early, but being a little early meant that I was less nervous because then I didn't have to worry about being late. See how that works? And so anyway, went to that particular race. And um, I think I wore some sort of, I don't know if it was like, uh, like a cotton shorts and a t-shirt, I think. I can't remember what shoes I had. But anyway, I went and, and got set up and got geared up for the race, kind of check your bags, check your stuff off to the side. And man, those first couple years, I feel like they, they did it the best. They were a little more fun. There's a lot more, I don't know, like wacky, zany stuff. Um, as the years went on, those races, I, I feel like they deteriorated a little bit. They were way more fun in the beginning. But anyway, I went and I do this race. I didn't really know what to expect. And so if you're unfamiliar with what the Warrior Dash is like, it's about a 5K, and interspersed in there are obstacles. Now that particular race was done with a little bit more of a party atmosphere. So it wasn't anything that was designed to be like super hardcore. You have some mud that you crawl through, some things you jump over and climb over. There's a little like flaming pile, these like logs that you kind of jump over. You know, you're jumping through fire, but it was nothing that was, like, super crazy. So, it was all designed to be done by a much wider variety and range of people of athletic ability. Honestly, from little to none all the way to very athletic. So, you get that race, you do that race, you get to the end. And, again, I was a little... I guess disappointed that in finishing the race, there was nobody really there to greet me at the finish line or anything, but, you know, I felt a little bit of a personal triumph. I had gone out on an adventure. I had stepped a little bit outside of a comfort zone at the time. Uh, I was in a different place, a bunch of people, ran the race on my own. 
Um, got the little metal. You know, it was kind of cool. kind of muddy and dirty. Got the pictures. Got my beer. You get a free beer ticket. So that was kind of cool. And uh, then I just kind of enjoyed the surrounding. Uh, you know, enjoyed the rest of the, the, the park grounds. It was pretty cool. And so that was the first year that I did that. And so the second year that I did it, I also did it alone. In the second year that I did it, I believe I did bring, I think, maybe an Xbox with me that time. And because I knew where the race was at and I knew how long the drive was, I took the day off again, but I left a little earlier. And this time I made sure that when I got there, I had most of the rest of the day there. So uh, I played some video games and uh, chilled out in the hotel room once again. But this time I also made some adjustments, and I'll say... If you're going to do a race like this, you don't want to wear cotton shorts and you don't want to wear a t-shirt, at least not a cotton t-shirt. If you're a man, if you're a male, I'll tell you about the best thing you can wear for pants is probably some sort of compression shorts. Now they sell those compression base layer shorts that almost look like underwear that go a little bit down sort of your thighs, almost down to your knees. Highly recommend something like that. Something that you can get that fits close to your body. It doesn't have a lot of, like, loose fabric. Because especially when you get in, like, mud and wet, like, that will get in there. And it sucks to have floppy, wet, gritty clothing like that. If you wear something that's kind of a compression so that heavier rocks and dirt and grit can't kind of get in there inside your clothes, much better. And I would say if you're going to wear a top, wear some sort of, and again, I'll say a compression top. But you want to wear something that's not made out of cotton, that's basically some sort of muscle tank. And I would say even that as opposed to a tank top, only because if you end up having to do something where you're crawling on your back or pulling yourself along, having the extra fabric along your shoulders can often mean that if, you, if you're wet and there's something that's metal or rope or whatever, it doesn't scrape your skin and cause drag. So I would highly recommend wearing some sort of muscle tank compression top and some sort of shorts that are the same way. Now I'll also say in terms of footwear, now this would I imagine depend on the race, the footwear that I wore that was the best when it did those races were like those five finger shoes, those Vibram shoes. A barefoot shoe is pretty good, but you do have to be careful that if you run through something like mud that it doesn't suck your shoe off. So those five finger shoes were good. I don't know if I had those the second year that I ran it, but I did wear these uh, sort of like yoga shorts. I think I, I had them for maybe rock climbing or something, but not a compression short, but definitely a step up from the cotton shorts. And I do believe I had a, uh, like a Under Armour, no, I wore this uh, camouflage tank top, not tank top, t-shirt, like a, a compression uh, just shirt. And that was much better. I fared much better with that that year. But it does suck when that gets wet and gets dirty to have that under your arms. So I'll recommend a tank top instead. But that year, when I did the race, I felt great after the race. And did a great job, I thought. Was faster and stronger and more confident than I was the year before. And hung out and had a bunch of drinks. And at some point, I was like, okay, you know, it's starting to get starting to get a little later in the afternoon, starting to get kind of rowdy, 
I've had drinks. I've had done running. Um, at some point, you can only have so many beers while you're hot and sweaty and laying in the grass. I mean, I don't know how many of that is, but anyway, maybe it's a lot. Actually, I think the last last one of ones we did, I drank way more than I did this time, but drank some beers and decided to head on home. Now, at the time, I had a turbo diesel Golf hatchback that I loved. I loved that car. And as I'm driving back, I quickly discover that I have to go pee-pee pretty bad. So... I'm in this little hatchback car, I'm driving along, I see a sign for a rest area up ahead. Okay, great, I'll hold it till I get to the rest area. I get to the rest area, and there's a sign that it's closed. Exit closed, rest area is closed, no rest area for you. Except now I'm like, well this is no approaching an emergency scenario. I literally cannot hold this in. So I get to, like, whatever is the next exit. Now, it says that there's, like, a McDonald's or something there. But I get off at this exit, and I look in both directions. I don't see anything for some time. I'm like, well, I don't know if it's... It might be five minutes away for all I know, and I can't go another five minutes. So I pull off into this field near this tree. And I don't know why at the time. Actually, I think I do know why. I think I decided, you know what... Rather than get out and try to, like, pee and hide myself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be clever. And I have this, I think it was a Gatorade bottle or something that I had finished. I decided, hey, I'm going to pee in this bottle, and I'll just pee here in my car, and then when I'm done, I'll just pour it out the door, and I'm all set. So I start peeing in this Gatorade bottle, except there was more pee in me than there was space in the Gatorade bottle. And as I start filling the bottle up, uh, I realized that because this car had sort of these smaller, like, bucket seats, I can't stop the flow, and I overflowed the bottle and poured piss all over my pants and poured pee on my seat, and so I quickly throw the door open and jump out, throw the bottle, pee, scramble, swear, whatever, which, at that point, negates the whole point of being discreet and being in your car in the first place because now I'm jumping out of my car and fucking spraying piss all over the place. So, I finish that. I finish peeing. Throw the bottle down on the ground in disgust. Um, root around in my car. And I do find that I had, like, a towel that I had used uh, to towel off sort of after this race that wasn't too gross. So, I kind of damp up, blot up, wipe off my seat. Which, I will say, here's another good idea. When you get a vehicle, or if you have a vehicle, I would highly recommend that you buy something like a 303 protector and you put a protector down on your seat. Not only because of accidentally spilling a coffee or soda or anything else, or snow or rainwater or whatever it may be will prevent that from soaking into the fabric of your seat. If you also happen to fill up your bladder at a Warrior Dash race or otherwise and overflow a Gatorade bottle with pee, you can quickly and easily clean the pee off your seat. So, after that embarrassing fucking travesty, I clean that up and decide, hey, like, at this point, where's this damn McDonald's? So, it wasn't very far away. It was, like, just over and down around the bend where you couldn't, kind of couldn't see it, so... 
wasn't very proud of myself uh, for, number one, missing the opportunity to just go to the bathroom in the McDonald's in the first place, but number two, uh, now having a pee-pee car. Um, so, anyway, uh, after I cleaned up and got home and whatever, you know, I laughed it off. Whatever. It's the fucking spice of life, right? It's another, it's another adventure, and despite everything, that was a blast. Uh, it was a whole lot of fun. So, I believe the third time that I did this, I can't remember if it was the third or fourth time I did it. I think maybe the third time that I did it, I went out there and I stayed with some friends that were there, and that was a nice time. Um, and then I think possibly the fourth time that I did it, I think maybe this is the fourth time I did it. I did have a buddy that went with me. And I don't know if he took the day off. I think he just left work early. But uh, he also brought his Xbox. And we ended up using, I think, a Surface tablet as a mini router. And uh, connect the Xboxes to that. And we played video games online. And uh, played video games after line in our hotel room. And had snacks and drinks. And then the next day did the race. And hung out at the race. And that was great. And that's when I had the compression shorts and the, uh, the compression tank top. And that is by far the ideal uh, thing to run in that. I also say, like, wear some good, like, compression headband, like a headband uh, to keep the water and sweat and stuff out of your eyes also helps. Oh, and gloves. If you're going to do one of these obstacle course races, I mean, hey, think smart, work smart, right? If you buy a pair of, like, cheap like cross training like gloves like fingerless gloves hey especially when your hands get wet if you gotta like climb up ropes or climb over stuff or if you have to get down on the ground and crawl on the ground that'll really uh, help protect your hands so uh, recommend all that stuff and we decided I think maybe the time after that when we did it I think it was like the second to last time I mean, I did it. Did did those races for quite a long time. I kind of miss them. I'm sad. If you if you hadn't heard the news, uh, Red Frog Productions or whatever that hosted those races closed and shut down. I didn't really hear any reason as to why they shut down. I just know that they kind of closed suddenly and disappeared and went away. And they kind of fostered those races off on some other race, but um, it just didn't seem like it was a. Uh, I don't know, it was fun of a race. Um, you know, it was a little more, I don't want to say hardcore in that regard, but anyway, the one year that we did it then, uh, we brought cigars and some lounge chairs, and we sat uh, by a tree and had some cigars and chilled out, and then went back in and had some more drinks, and that was very nice. And that really kind of became the pattern. Like, you get up, you go in there, you do the race. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, we stopped doing the one on the west side of the state and started doing ones that was a little closer over because then one year we did the one that was in, uh, again, near Grand Rapids. And it's just, uh, there was something with it. The course wasn't great. The crowd management and everything kind of sucked. So we, we stopped driving over there. But getting up and doing that race in the, I don't know, pseudo slop excitement of, eh, it's a thing. You can do it. You can get it done. And we do the race, and you have a hot dog, and you have some beers. And then, man, it was kind of cool. 
you sit out kind of in the sun, enjoy the sun, you know, enjoy the accomplishment of it, have, have a couple beers, have a cigar, sit out in the chair, people watch, great people watching, just a good fun atmosphere. And so you know what? That was a peaceful journey. Those were peaceful journeys. It was a lot of fun doing those races. If you're going to do something like that, make sure when you do it, you just go in it with the, hey, I win just by completing it and going out and having a good time. Have a good time. Have fun. You know, there's already enough pressure and stress out there. If you're going to do a thing like that and you're going to do it for challenge, do it for the fun of the challenge of, hey, I'm just going to go do it and I'm going to challenge myself to have a good time. And so on those races, I had a good time. Warrior Dash, cheers to you. Uh, that ended last year, 2019. That was the last year that uh, that they did it. And uh, I was fortunate to, if I recall, yeah, I think I did it every year that they had it. Uh, made me sad because the uh, this buddy that I was running it with, we sort of decided, you know what, as long as I'm physically able to continue to do these, we're going to keep doing them. And so they shut him down, and we were maybe thinking about doing some sort of alternative style race, but uh, what with COVID and whatever this year, uh, that kind of all just got shut down, had the kibosh put on it. So that was disappointing, but sometimes things change, and things come and things will go. Got to find new challenges, new journeys, which I did. I had some nice journeys and adventures this year despite all, all other things. Um, maybe not quite as many of them as I would have liked to have. And I had some things that kind of uh, mucked with my plans a little bit, but, you know, we'll, we'll just try again and hope the best for next year and hopefully can continue to have some other different adventures in the meantime. I always like discussing adventures and stories and things like this uh, with all of you out there. So if you ever have, again, any tale you'd like to relate, or a thing you'd like to talk about, you can feel free to hit me up and send those in. Otherwise, we'll continue to do these nightcaps around 11 o'clock during the week. Uh, I do have some collaboration talks that are coming up, but again, um, you know, just some, uh, some people out there having a rough time. So I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're able to take a deep breath and, uh, maybe get some rest, get some sleep. You know, uh, we're only, we're only on Tuesday, but the week will be over for you. know it. So try to hang in there, hold on in there. Um, you know, fall's coming up. So hopefully Halloween, the scary movies make you happy. Uh, spend some time inside, watch some TV, relax, chill, do all that sort of shit. So, we'll do uh, some more peaceful journeys um, in the future. Um, and I would say, hey, if uh, you're having a struggle, maybe try to find your own little peaceful journey. Just, uh, even if it's just a drive, you just go for a drive. Put some snacks and a water or drink, whatever, in your car. Make sure you got gas. Make sure you tell people sort of in the direction you're going. And maybe find a new road. Find a new back road, a new street. Follow it up farther than you have before uh, for a little while. 
and then find a place to sit and sit and relax. Chill out, stare at the sky, read a book, listen to some music. Have a delicious cup of coffee, turn around and go home. It can be refreshing. Just that sense of movement, of, of moving, I think can be very healing and very cathartic. So, it's now 1130 uh, we need to finish our drink. Nightcap rules. I'm not allowed to leave till my drink is done. So in the meantime, I'll continue to just sort of talk. Uh, I don't want to say aimlessly. You know, I'll talk about that car. I had that turbo diesel car. That was a really neat car. I know that Volkswagen eventually had their scandal with the TDI with the diesel vehicles, but. Man, that thing would get, it'd get like 50 plus miles to the gallon. You get a lot of storage room in there with the hatchback. Um, but given that that's like the GTI, the golf platform, it's very nimble. It's kind of low to the ground. That car had low profile tires and like the paddle shifters and stuff on it. But I had, man, I don't know, some of my most memorable little memories in that car. Um... Just some great windows down cruising. Windows down, sunroof open, cruise, cruise along, you know, nice stereo. Uh, when you got that up to speed, especially if you went like 55, 60, you just have a nice moan with that diesel engine. It wasn't loud. Uh, and you could just motor along for what just felt like forever uh, in that car. And I wanted to keep that car. I wanted to keep that car uh, until the wheels fell off. I just absolutely loved it. Um, but that car succumbed to a massive flood, which maybe that will be a story for a day that's a non-peaceful adventure. I'll tell that in a little bit more of a long form, but yeah, I loved that little golf. I had a lot of adventures in that, uh, had a lot of adventures in that little car. Um, had some pretty good adventures in these pickup trucks that I've had since, but, um, yeah, that little golf was neat. I would say if you see one and you're looking to buy a vehicle, uh, that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool vehicle. Uh, that thing was solid, uh, very quiet, very smooth. Um, that was by far the best car I've ever driven. That wasn't necessarily either a luxury. Well, I'll say luxury car. Um, you know, not anything like a Porsche, but like outside of something like a you know Mercedes or you know Audi, something that's even more high end. Um, it was a really nice vehicle. I miss, I miss that car. had some good adventures in that car. Like I say, that feeling of movement and just being on the open road sometimes can be healing and cathartic. You know, put some good music on. Put on one of your favorite podcasts. Have a coffee. You can just hit the open road. Listen to the sound of the tires. You know, watch the lights. Look at your scenery. Maybe it's cities. Maybe it's fields. Maybe it's trees. You know, especially now in the fall, you can look at the colors of the leaves, depending on where you're at, so. That's it for the nightcap tonight. Do get some rest, and I hope that this finds you well, and hopefully now you are a little bit more relaxed uh, just listening to this particular story. We'll maybe do something a little more energetic and lively tomorrow, but I do want you to know, uh, yeah, 
that uh, I hope I hope you're able to get some uh, get some peace, get some rest, get some solace, get some quiet. And if you ever need to talk, I'm here. You can find me on Twitter, cigargoyle underscore. Obviously here on Twitch, cigargoyle. On Instagram, cigargoyle lounge, and on Anchor FM, cigargoyle or the Cigargoyle Lounge Podcast. Until next time, have yourself a great night. Take care, take it easy.